The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. I can see! I can see! I have, l- I can- I have legs! I have legs! Oh shit! Look at this! Man! I can walk! Jesus! Praise Jesus! Uh, I appreciate this. Oh, this is beautiful! I can't believe it. Thank you! I don't know what to do with Glory be to God! Praise Jesus! Look at me! This is too much! I, I can't believe it. I am beautiful. Listen, I can't thank you. First Moses out there. God, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Look at me. What? I'm so happy. Oh, God. Look at me. This is too much. What a happy day. What a happy day. Oh, happy day. And that's the unmistakable voice of Eddie Murphy, who's the focus of this week's Inside Hollywood and the film that made his career, which was Trading Places. Uh, we're joined by Lisa Cannon, TV host and executive producer of Spotlight. Lisa, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Isn't it funny when you hear that clip, all you can think is the donkey from Shrek, you know? It's like, <laughs> there he is in all his glory. Eddie Murphy, I mean, we have to pay tribute to him. He's 61 years of age. You know, he's been around for a long, long time. He's 62 next month. And I think the reason... You you know, I wanted to put him in, in the show today was because he's won his Cecil B. DeMille Award um, this year in the Golden Globes, which is his outstanding contribution to the world of entertainment. And as we know, movies like Coming to America in 1988 and what we just heard there, Trading Places in um, 1983, he's a, a force to be reckoned with. He's yeah. a wonderful comedian and He brilliant started actor. out, though, on the telly. He started out on the telly. And many people have forgotten, I think, that he was cast as, you know, one of the major cast members of Saturday Night Live back in 1975. And he really um, spearheaded the way for black comedians at that particular time. A lot of his material um, was written by some fantastic writers such as David Schreffen and he really, I suppose, paved the way for a lot of other comedians. I mean, he would have grown up in the era of Robin Williams and, and of, of Dan Aykroyd and all of those that, of course, he starred in in Trading Places. But he really w- was one of the characters and kind of cast members that stood out because not only was he funny naturally, he's also a mimic. So he really could improvise on set whenever they needed him to do that. And uh, yeah, David Sheffield said he was one of the best comedians he's ever worked with. Now, he obviously had uh, earned his spurs before he got Saturday Night Live. He was doing stand-up in a Bay Area comedy club, uh, the same one as Robin Williams and um, a mystery person, Karen Johnson. But who is Karen Johnson? Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, he, he has always championed Whoopi. They've always been very closely connected in terms of their comedy. If you watch them spar uh, when they are together, they really have the same sense of humour. But Eddie, if people remember Raw, it's one of his most famous comedy uh, videos. It's absolutely hilarious. And him as a comedian, but not only as an actor, is truly gifted. I think that that's what people love about Eddie Murphy is that he can uh, improvise on spot, really. That's his, one of his major, major talents. And he's also a wonderful writer. People don't realise that he actually wrote Coming to America you know, and wanted to direct it. People kind of fob him off as just a comedian who did well. But actually, I mean, his cache of work is astounding, what he's done. Now, uh, how did he get the big break into the movies? Because no matter how big you are on telly, uh, although things are changing a bit with the streamers, big Hollywood actors are going into telly uh, yep. to be streamed. But uh, back in the day, telly was one thing, the movies, something else. Absolutely. I mean, just to give you an example of the pairing that uh, Eddie Murphy had, he's worked with some incredible directors, but John Landis was the director that really made him. Uh, we all know John Landis made Animal House, The Blues Brothers, American Werewolf in London. He's a very difficult director. He's very truculent. But Eddie and him, 
managed to coincide and work together very well on Trading Places. People love Trading Places. I mean, it's just anywhere you go. I was speaking to um, one of your colleagues and I was saying, this is what I'm thinking of doing this week. And it was like, oh, big thumbs up. We love it. It's it's a classic comedy of its time. And when you see the cast that are in it, we talked about Jamie Lee Curtis last week. She's also in Trading Places. It was it was one of those standout performances that really made him and, and allowed him then to work again with uh, John Landison coming to America. Now, tell me about his background. Uh, I mean, people suspect he's Irish. I can't find any um, reference to one thing online said his grandfather was Irish, but then others said no, lots of uh, black people in America would have Irish surnames, um, possibly because of, uh, you know, their history, uh, a family maybe who were owned by a slave owner by the name of Murphy. I don't know enough about this to, to speculate, but it doesn't seem there's a, a close relationship to Ireland. No, he doesn't seem to. I mean, we, we did try and research that ourselves as well. I think he he has been, you know, very much kind of guarded and candid about his own life. He doesn't tend to speak too much about his own life. We know he has 10 children. He He's a non-drinker, non-smoker. He leads a, leads a very relaxed and very clean living lifestyle. He, he has been very... Uh, vocal though about roles that he's turned down actually and most prominently uh, you were asking about where he, he grew up he grew grew up in uh, Roosevelt Junior Senior High School in New York so a New Yorker by trade but um, talked about his roles that really upset him over the years and the role of Winston in Ghostbusters in 1984 was originally meant to have him in mind but he turned it down instead starring in Beverly Hills Cop which I think actually was a better move for him even though he yeah. would have been with his SNL colleagues like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and other. He's made some great choices filmically and he's also made some awful choices. He's one of the most Razzie Award nominated in in the Razzie Award history and if you know what the Razzie Awards are I think you can gather. I mean he's made some absolute Turkish. bummers. Yeah. yeah Norbit, uh, Need I Go On I mean uh, Big Mama's I mean so many of he, them have he been might, horrendous. He might have played the Grinch instead of Jim Carrey. That's right. I mean so many of his roles even he was offered the lead role in Who Framed Rob, Roger Rabbit in 1988 but that went to Bob Hoskins so he's turned down some really phenomenal roles although has worked with Robert De Niro and worked with some incredible others he he really bases his own I suppose acting cash of work on Bruce Lee that's one of his absolute favourite actors so when you see him if you watch ever watch 48 Hours again you'll see those face moves that are stony faced or very much uh, Eddie Murphy as one Now we have uh, another clip this time coming to America for those who haven't seen it what that movie about? Coming to America is it's a black fairy tale comedy actually uh, cast with over 50 black movie roles so it's first of its kind but John Landis as I mentioned is the director so Eddie Murphy is coming to America for the very first time and here he is in this clip playing all three roles in the barbershop it's one of the best in the whole of the movie enjoy <laughs> What can I do with it boy? Can you make my hair look like this? Oh, man what you want to make your hair look like that for? Well, I like the way you wear your hair. Wear it natural. That's good, man. You know, I wish more of the young children today would wear their hair natural like Dr. Martin Luther King did. That's right. You ain't never seen Dr. Martin Luther King with no messy jerry curl on his head. Ain't that right? Amen. Dr. King ain't come walk around like that. You know, sweet, I met Dr. Martin Luther King once. And you lying. You ain't never met Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, I met Dr. Martin Luther King in 1962 in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm walking down the street, minding my own business, just walking off, feeling good. I walk around the corner, man woke up, hit me in my chest, right? I fall on the ground, right? And I look up at Dr. Martin Luther King, I say, Dr. King! He said, oops, I thought you were somebody else. Oh man, you lying. You ain't never met Martin Luther the King. Knocked the wind out of me. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Hey, boy, why you so worried about how you look anyway? 
I am trying to gain the interest of a certain young lady. I ain't never heard no woman giving no man no love just cause his hair look good. That's right. Is this American girl? Yes. <laughs> you got to go to a papa. See, that's a big misconception. People don't know that about American women. Ain't got nothing to do with your hair or your pocket. You get in good with American woman's father, you in good with her. Ain't that right? He ain't lying. That's right. You get in good with the father, you home free. Mm-hmm. Home free. <laughs> oh, it is it's very funny. Yeah, it's All very three funny. characters played by him, played by and him. influenced by another great comic genius, Peter Sellers. Absolutely, I'm, I'm, Eddie's spoken very openly about his love for Peter Sellers and so much of the work of Peter Sellers. And I mean, it's comedy genius really coming together. I mean, many roles that Eddie plays. We see him here in Coming to America. We've just played. What about the Nutty Professor, Bowfinger, Nutty Professor Two, Norbert? He plays lots of different characters and he enjoys this because he has a lot of nervous energy as he talks about in his own interviews and this particular movie debuted at number one at the box office so he was the king of the 1990s you know uh, raking in 128 million dollars so the highest grossing picture of that year but it was actually a really difficult picture to make Pat. Well, uh, finally, we should mention that he appeared in one film that has been selected for the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically or aesthetically significant. And that movie was Shrek. Absolutely. He won a Golden Globe, I believe, for that, for his voiceover animation. And we always love him for Shrek, but he really is a gifted uh, actor, a writer and director as well. Lisa Cannon, TV host and executive producer of Spotlight. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.